Hello there, lovebirds and heartbreak survivors. Welcome to Relationship Realness, the podcast where we keep it real about all things relationships. I'm your host, Christina, and I am here to guide you through the ups and downs of love, from first dates to last goodbyes, whether you're looking for the secret to a long and happy relationship or just need some good old-fashioned venting about your ex, we've got you covered. So grab a glass of wine or whatever your beverage of choice may be, settle in, and get ready to join the conversation on all things relationship realness. Let's dive in, my loves. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Relationship Realness. My name is Christina, also known to many as a relationship boss. I hope you're all doing amazing today. This episode is coming out a little bit later in the day, but you know what? I am in the groove of just vibing with how I'm feeling lately, stop forcing stuff so much, and just focusing on the feeling. And it feels really, really good. I think that I'm also in that weird limbo phase where I know that I'm going on vacation on August 10th and it's kind of like looming over my head. So then it makes me want to be less and less productive, like as the weeks go on closer to my vacation. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm on vacation, but like that doesn't work that way. Um, but I'm just like being very, very, um, picky and, you know, choosing what feels good for me in this like season of my life while it is like my slow season. You know, I had a conversation the other day with my client and she messaged me in a panic, almost like totally in a panic. And um, she is someone who does struggle with, you know, relationship anxiety. I think we all struggle a little bit with relationship anxiety, whether we want to admit it or not, because our past may have created this for us. Um, But you know what else creates it for us? Social media. Because we cannot escape the urge as much as we try to compare our relationships to others. And then it, of course, affects our own perception of love and relationships. And she was deeply triggered by the Ariana Grande cheating scandal with, what is his name, even Ethan Slater? Like, I have not been reading into this a lot. And I've only seen like bits and pieces and clips on TikTok as I've been kind of like, I don't know, just scrolling normally. But, you know, they are now dating Ariana and Ethan. Okay. And she was triggered by the fact that Ethan was in this long-term loving relationship, or at least what it seemed like from the outside. He was with his like high school sweetheart. They were together for a long time. And then all of a sudden he decides that he is going to throw his relationship away and be with Ariana Grande. And they're both claiming that they broke up with their spouses. Like Ariana Grande was married. I'm sorry, but like I lose track of what this girl is doing. Like I I do like her, but as I learn more and more about her relationship patterns, she needs to work with me. She really does. She really needs to work with somebody. I'll tell you that right now. But so they both broke up with their like partners. Okay. She was married and he was married or whatever has kids. And they both claim that they broke up with their partners amicably. Right. And now they're together because they've been filming Wicked, which you know, I, I got to be honest, I'm very excited to see, um, but they are now dating. And then, of course, his spouse is releasing information like, listen, I was totally blindsided by all of this. Of course she was blindsided, right? 
no one ever really sees this coming. Um, and I know that this isn't the first time that Ariana has been like accused of cheating and like being in these really, really complicated relationships. I think that, you know, that's just like her shtick now. Like I said, home girls got to find a relationship coach. I'm free, Ariana, if you want to work with me. Um, but this created my client to be like, well, I'm dating my high school sweetheart. I've been with my partner for such a long time. Like, if these people are breaking up and everyone I see on TikTok is talking about how their partners have cheated on them and there's like no loyalty in relationships and every relationship I see just falls apart and, you know, headlines are showing me that so-and-so who was married for 25 years decides to call it quits, right? It's having her question the longevity of love and relationships and like, is there even such thing as true love and loyalty anymore? And, you know, I had to remind her of a lot of things, but I can see why this would be triggering for her. I could also see why this would be leading her to question her own beliefs about true love. Um, so I really wanted to explore the importance of nurturing your own relationships and silencing the noise from the outside because it is so freaking important to water your own grass, okay? And stop focusing so much on what's going on in the news, in the noise, on social media, on all of these different platforms, okay? First and foremost, you got to focus on your own love story. And I know that it is, of course, more easier said than done, absolutely. But the biggest thing that you have to remember that I reminded her beautiful, gorgeous soul of was that each relationship is so unique with its own set of joys, with its own set of challenges, and its own set of really, really complicated dynamics, right? So instead of getting lost in comparisons, take the time to really appreciate the beautiful love story that you yourself and your partner are crafting together. You've got to celebrate your own growth and cherish your own memories and be present in your own journey, okay? Because social media, as I've said many, many, many times, portrays this idolized version of relationships, right? Which can absolutely lead to very unrealistic expectations and doubts about our own partnerships. And this includes when we see relationships in the media or on social media fall apart all of a sudden. We are like, oh my God, they were so happy. They were so in love. They've been together for so long. How did this happen all of a sudden, right? And we forget that we have no idea what is going on behind closed doors of people's relationships because they are on their own journey. They are experiencing their own set of challenges and experiencing their own very, very complicated dynamics in their own bubble of a relationship. You only see as a viewer, as someone who consumes content and reads the news, you're only seeing a fraction of what people actually want you to see and believe and what people really know. You never know the full story, right? There's always his side, her side, and the truth, okay? So you really, really have to do your best. And I know it's very hard, but you know, you gotta remember that every relationship has its ups and downs. 
And true love is really just about embracing the imperfections of a relationship, of an individual, and growing together through those challenges. And it's so, so, so important for you to focus on your own love story instead of everybody else's love story because your story is so unique to you and your partner and your own life and your own life experiences that you've had, right? You have no idea what's going on behind closed doors of somebody else's partnership, okay? You also need to avoid the comparison trap, right? And I know that this is kind of like an obvious thing and it kind of goes hand in hand with what I just said, but social media can absolutely be a freaking breeding ground for comparison. Duh, I've even had my moments where I have had to go through my entire following list, unfollow, 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 This person is making me feel really crappy about myself, not because they've done anything personally to me, but because I'm noticing that I'm feeling triggered by what I am seeing, okay? So I need to do what I need to do in order to protect my own energy. And if I need to mute somebody's stories, if I need to unfollow someone that's not really contributing to me feeling positive about myself and what I'm doing in my own life and in my own relationship, then I'm going to remove myself from said content until I'm in a better place mentally and emotionally to be able to consume that content without comparing it to the life that I'm working on myself. Okay. So it is absolutely so easy to fall into the trap of measuring our relationships against others, right? You got to do your best to resist that urge to compare. Okay. And remind yourself that the grass isn't always greener on the other side. It is not always greener on the other side. The curated snapshots we see online do not reflect the entirety of someone's relationship. Like I mentioned, so much goes on behind closed doors that you have no idea about. So when you find yourself comparing yourself to these people that you see online or the relationships you see online, you got to take it with a grain of salt because that's all you're seeing is that fraction of what they really want you to see. You have no idea. And then when you compare yourself to other relationships and other people online, this is going to absolutely lead to that unnecessary stress and that anxiety causing you to overlook the genuine love and care that we actually are receiving from our partners, right? So rather than focusing on others and what they're doing, because who gives a shit what other people are doing? It's their life. It has nothing to do with you nothing to do with you, okay? Unless it affects you personally. You've got to channel all of that energy that you're using to compare and focus on other people into nurturing your own relationship by investing time and effort into making it stronger. So something that I told her is she was so focused on what was going on with like Ariana Grande and like this Ethan thing and other people and oh my gosh, this and that. And I said, girl, take that energy And look inside your own self. Look inside your own relationship. Where are the places that you need to be watering your own grass and pouring all of that energy you're using, worrying and stressing about like what could potentially happen based off of it happening to somebody else? How can you pour that energy into your own relationship? Is it by taking more time and effort to building intimacy with you and your partner? Is it using that energy to have those hard conversations to maybe get on a good place and, you know, water the grass where you need to water it so you don't 
I guess for lack of a better term, end up like those couples that do break up, right? If you're so focused on the outside world, you're using too much of that energy and anxiety on somebody else when it can be used on yourself internally and used in your own relationship, okay? So invest the time and effort that you're using stressing about, oh my God, this, what if this happens because this happened to someone else? Oh my God, this other person, this happened for them. You know, what if it never happens for me? Focus on you. Focus on you, okay? I know, I know that it's easier said than done, but it's possible. And you just have to be conscious about it and self-aware about it and take the necessary steps in order to do this for yourself, okay? You know, you also want to make sure that you communicate openly, of course, with your partner and, you know, with yourself. Um, I talk to myself all of the time, just saying. But healthy communication is absolutely key, like it is for a lot of other things in healthy relationships. It is the key to any successful relationship. If we really sit back and think about it, right? If you're feeling triggered or uncertain due to the external events, share those feelings with your partner, okay? Create that safe space where both of you can discuss your fears, where you can discuss your insecurities and your dreams without judgment. You've got to open up the lines of communication. So it's like if I'm worried that, you know, so-and-so is out here cheating with so-and-so and that's triggering something within me, why is that triggering me? Does that mean I'm worried that it's going to happen in my relationship? So how can I convey this information to my partner and let them know, hey, like, you know, this is what I'm fearful of. I was feeling triggered because I saw this happen, you know, and I really just wanted to bring it to the table and bring it to your attention so we can just kind of talk about it so you can be aware about it. And, you know, maybe we can come up with a solution to kind of help me feel a little bit better when I feel triggered by this stuff. You know, maybe it's realizing that you need something from your partner that you're not getting. Maybe it's realizing, hey, I'm triggered by this event. Why? And how can I bring this into my own relationship to figure out what needs to happen instead of being so focused on creating my own narrative of something that hasn't even happened yet based off of like something that I'm seeing online, okay? You know, when you communicate openly with your partner, you build trust and understanding and you strengthen your emotional connection to each other, okay? So I was watching something last night with my husband um, and I forget what it freaking was. I forget what we were watching, but we were watching something. And this person ended up having a really hard, oh, I was watching 90 Day Fiance. Duh, <laughs> it was so good. But one of the people on 90 Day Fiance was sitting there having a really, really hard conversation with their parent about how their parent made them feel when they were coming out of the closet and how their parent was being super unsupportive to them. Um, and how, you know, he, of course, validated his mom's feelings. And listen, I understand that, you know, this is not feeling good for you, but I need to do what's right for me. And sometimes we really fear having those hard conversations. And I turned to, to my husband, Anthony, I was like, this is the shit that I'm talking about, right? He was probably so scared to have this conversation with his mom and with his parent and tell him everything that he was feeling and how she made him feel because we're scared to shit of our parents, of course. Setting boundaries with parents and telling our parents how their actions affected us is a scary thing to do. And I said to Anthony, I said, but I guarantee you after they work through this conversation, maybe it'll take some time, but I know that is going to bring them closer together. Because we fear the hard conversations. We fear opening up that communication because we're afraid of what's going to happen on the other end of it. But 
It's what if it brings you closer together and it strengthens your emotional connection because you finally said what you needed to say and you were true to yourself and you set boundaries and the people that are meant to be in your life are going to stay in your life. And if that means having a hard conversation with a parent, then you got to do it, right? Or with a partner, you got to do it, okay? You have to remember too that your partner might be experiencing similar feelings or concerns, And talking about them can lead to that deeper intimacy and like reassurance in your partnership, okay? Maybe it'll make your partner feel less alone because you're finally choosing to open up yourself and your partner's like, oh my God, I've been waiting for you to say something so I can feel safe expressing my feelings too, okay? And that's honestly a really beautiful place to be. Um, sometimes it's an annoying place to be. Like I know I've had many countless conversations with my husband where I'm like, this is something that I need in my relationship. This is not working for me. And then all of a sudden he takes that opportunity to list off like five things that haven't been working for him. And I'm like, bro, why are you waiting for this opportunity to come to me and say that? Okay. Like come to me when you're feeling these things, because I feel absolutely blindsided right now. Right. So it's about creating a safe environment. It's about not holding on to things for too long and sharing, you know, your feelings and your fears and your concerns and your insecurities with your partner sooner rather than later so they don't feel so alone in this relationship, okay? And so they actually have a chance to be set up for success, to love you in the way that you want to be loved. That feels good for you, okay? And lastly with this one, you got to prioritize emotional intimacy. Okay. And like I was just saying, this is something that a lot of my clients and a lot of people run away from because it's scary. It's of course, we're going to require you to be vulnerable and being vulnerable is a scary thing. Okay. But emotional intimacy truly is the foundation of a strong relationship. So instead of focusing on what others may or may not have in their lives and in their relationships, you've got to invest in cultivating that deep emotional connection with your partner, okay? Show vulnerability, practice active listening. And if you don't know what active listening is, I've talked about it in a few of my other episodes, but in short, if you're sitting there having a conversation with your partner and they're talking to you, don't just sit there waiting for yours to be the one, wow, words are hard. Don't just sit there waiting to respond to them. Actually listen to what they're saying. And if you're confused, ask them, can you give me some more clarity on that? Or be like, this is what I heard you say. Is that what you meant to say? Ask questions. Be curious. That's what active listening is, is you digging a little bit deeper to get clarity if you're not really understanding what your partner is trying to tell you, okay? Um, And then you've got to also be emotionally available to support each other, okay? It's just so important because emotional intimacy fosters a sense of security and connection that goes far beyond just the superficial appearances. This is something that I'm working with um, a couple that I've been working with for a while of teaching them how to really create emotional intimacy. And they've been operating from this place of very like, surface level communication for so long and they've been together for like 10 years but you know how it's so important to go deeper it's so important to be vulnerable with each other it's so important to have that sense of security and connection that goes beyond the superficial appearances right and by nurturing these emotional closeness let's say you build a solid foundation that can withstand 
the external influences of social media and of what you see in the news and foster that lasting, loving partnership, okay? So talk to each other. Create beautiful conversation with each other without fear because then you're going to have that foundation to stand on for when life comes and hits you like a ton of bricks, like it absolutely will do. But if you have a foundation of trust, communication, and intimacy, you're gold. You're great, right? Okay. You know, remember, please just remember anything that you take from this episode today that the love and commitment in your relationship are unique to you and your partner, okay? You've got to resist the temptation to be swayed by the outside influences and focus on watering your own grass. Cultivate a relationship filled with genuine love, open communication, emotional intimacy, all right? Because true love is about nurturing and cherishing what you do have and not comparing it to someone else's journey. And, you know... Sure, I'm not going to lie. Maybe relationships do come to an end. Sure, maybe your partner does cheat on you and there is a lack of trust now and a betrayal of trust and, you know, something detrimental does happen in your relationship. That That is possible. But I always tell my clients the same thing. One of two things will happen when something detrimental such as cheating or a breakdown in communication or a lack of intimacy happens, Right. You get back on track, take action, do what you have to do, put in the freaking work it takes to rebuild your relationship, and you two will come out of this rut closer than ever before, or you're going to stay stuck in the thing that happened and not be willing to actually put in the effort and the work that is required of you, and then yes, you're eventually going to break up, right? One of two things will probably happen. And if you're stuck in the middle in limbo, then you're just kind of afraid to do one or the other. And you're kind of torturing yourself with just staying stuck exactly where you are, right? Okay, I hope this episode made sense. And I love you all so, so, so much. If you found value in this episode, please be sure to share it with your friends, with your family, or anybody who just needs to hear it. Um, and if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, I'd love it if you could rate this episode. Um, and, you know, remember, keep watering your own damn grass, okay? And cultivate your own beautiful love story that you deserve, all right? If you're listening to this in the morning, afternoon, or night, my loves, I hope you have an amazing morning, afternoon, or night.